Old X Extract from Deus Ex Mechanicus Codex Necrons 3rd edition Page 50 Written by Andy Chambers Narrated by R.J. Bailey Rogue trader Septimus Gregor and his crew stood staring at their fortune. Centuries of dust obscured it, but from the moment Gregor had reached up and swept his gloved hand across its surface, he had known the wall paintings would make him and his crew very rich indeed. Gregor had travelled to the remote system of KVX-193 in search of an ancient civilization. They had expected to find a fertile, wooded world populated by a simple, pastoral people called the Silvae, just the type Gregor had spent his career exploiting. When Gregor's ship had arrived, he had found a completely dead world. Set the extractors up and get some beams along these walls, Gregor's voice echoed up and down the length of the subterranean chamber. I want this dust cleared before we start the removal. Rosalind Marquis, Gregor's second-in-command, straightened herself up from where she had been examining an exposed section of the paintings. Marquis was an accomplished explorer and an expert in primitive autochthonous civilizations. My lord, these images would appear to represent an account of the indigenous species' ethnological development. I request I be given time to study them, to determine why and how the evident ecological collapse occurred, and why an entire species died out in less than a thousand years. I don't care why they died, Marquis, just that they left something valuable behind. Be finished by dawn. They come off then. Gregor, the crewmen, and their team of servitors cleared out, leaving Marquis to set up the temperamental extractors on her own. When she had the machines running, she activated a glow beam and played its light across the length of wall before her. The paintings were quite simply beautiful. She could see immediately that they represented an extensive pictorial history of the long-extinct people of KVX-193. She set the extractors to clear the entire length of the chamber and stood back in awe as the rise and fall of an entire race was slowly revealed before her. Eight hours later, as the morning sun pierced the chamber entrance, Gregor returned to find Marquis pale and drawn, evidently disturbed. Marquis? What is it? What have you seen? Seen? Marquis turned to face Gregor, and by the harsh light of the glow beam tracing an arc along the length of the wall, she told him, Look here, she directed Gregor to the first of the paintings. The Sylvae attained what the machine god adepts class Xenos Awareness Index Level Beta and started recording their history many thousands of years ago. At first, it's standard spirit worship, but look here. She pointed out another area, one in which the primitive Sylvae bowed in worship to a tall, slender humanoid who smiled down at them in mocking patronage. A host of metallic skeletal warriors surrounded the figure, standing watch over the scene of obeisance. Marquis seemed distracted for a moment, 
as she studied the disdainful expression on the godlike figure's face. Gregor laid a hand on her shoulder, and she shivered. Their new god demanded the people's total adoration. Here, it seems to be testing them, promising the race as a whole greatness at its side should they prove worthy. Then it disappears. It becomes a distant figure. The images suggest it's sleeping, but through the ages it reappears. It appears to be returning at important points in history, directing the Sylvae down certain paths and always testing them. Marquis led Gregor further down the chamber, indicating with wide sweeps of her arms the passing of millennia. She pointed out occasions where the visitor would deliberately intervene in the Sylvae's development. For unknown reasons, their god steered them away from mundane advancements, halting achievement at the early Iron Age level, and instead empowering them to intellectual feats verging on the metaphysical. Because of their fickle god, the Sylvae slowly became a deeply spiritual and philosophical people. See here, Gregor, this is the beginning of the end for the Sylvae. The Imperial explorators arrived. They made contact following the prescribed protocols, but there was conflict nonetheless. I imagine the missionaries took exception to the native religion. They bombed the centres of worship, killing hundreds of priests, then left. We know from the records we uncovered at Cardoneash that the fleet logged the world before carrying on towards the rim. Of course, we don't know what happened out there because it didn't return. They were nearing the end of the paintings now, and Marquis led Gregor on to the last phase of Sylvae history. After the explorators had left, the Sylvae were in turmoil. They couldn't understand why their god had not returned to protect them. Their religious leaders couldn't help, as all the senior priests had been killed in the bombardment. Here, the god returns, but not to adulation and idolization. Instead, it finds the Sylvae on the brink of sliding back to barbarism, and it is disgusted. I believe that the chronicle indicates that the god considered his people as having failed him, of being unworthy of his continued patronage. Marquis held her glow-beam to the penultimate section so Gregor could see the consequence of the god's wrath. The paintings depicted death and destruction on a scale Gregor had only rarely glimpsed in his long career as an agent of the Imperium. Skeletal death stalked the rainforests, unleashing grotesquely destructive beams that stripped skin from muscle, muscle from bone, and reduced bone to atoms. Weapons of awesome scale were unleashed upon the surface of the planet, until all life was scoured from the land, forcing the few survivors to take refuge below ground. They didn't last long after that, my lord. There were too few of them to maintain a viable gene pool. They lived down here two, maybe three generations, before they simply gave up. The land could not support them, and they lived in constant fear of their former protector returning to eradicate the few remaining survivors. Gregor left Marquis alone as he stalked off to round up his crew.
and begin removing the paintings. Marquis shivered, feeling as if she were under scrutiny. She turned to the painting, and her eyes met with those of the Sylvae's perverse god. She could swear it was laughing at her. You have been listening to Extract from Deus Ex Mechanicus Codex Necrons, 3rd edition, page 50 Written by Andy Chambers Narrated by R.J. Bailey Thank you to Graham McNeil for helping attribute the right authors to their individual stories. This production, like all of Old X, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial, from an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have suggestions for other Old X fiction for me to narrate, you can comment or contact me on Twitter, at RJ Bailey. Links are in the show description. You can and should follow Graham McNeil on Twitter, at Graham McNeil, and you can find his website at graham.com.